0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor radio program and podcast. Always great guests, and we have one coming up right now, so stay tuned. Hi, my name's John Paul. I'm the president of New England Motor Press Association and host of the Car Doctor radio program. And for the first time in three years, the New York Auto Show is taking place, and I think it's the first time in 20 years. I've never been there. Uh, but with us is uh, Brian Moody, uh Executive editor of Auto Trader. And Brian, it looks like you're at the Kia booth. What's going on at the auto show today?
1: There's tons of stuff going on. You're right. I am at the Kia booth. Kia has two new vehicles they're showing. First is a revised Telluride, has a bigger touchscreen, uh, gets some styling updates. But the bigger news, I think, is the Nero, which is an all new car, bigger, lighter, and of course has those three powertrains, the plug in hybrid hybrid and battery electric
0: vehicle that's pretty cool that they have all those variations in one model and it's pretty interesting this is almost like the new golden era of the automobile you have a choice of what you want you can get internal combustion plug-in hybrid battery electric Uh, really consumers have a lot of choice and the auto show really gives them a chance to really go out and see what's there right right the auto show
1: mainly exists for consumers to come out And check out what car they may or may not want to buy. All these cars are here in one spot. There's no sales environment, so there's no pressure. Also, it's just fun. I think families, I know when I was a kid, my dad would take me to the auto show or to Autorama, all these different things. I think it serves multiple needs. But yeah, it's definitely a place that you can
0: see a bunch of things, new or otherwise, all under one roof. And one of the things about the auto show is you get to see some of the new technology, uh, whether it's... New technology for this year or new technology coming down the road. What are some of the hot things that you've seen as you've wandered around the auto show? Well, of course,
1: electrification is a big thing. Electric everything, the powertrains, plug-in hybrids, all that. There's also a few other things that are emerging too, things like hands-free driving. So think of GM Super Cruise. That's becoming more widely available. Uh, Ford will have one as well. Um, There's also this thing called Smart Key where you can use your digital phone as a key to your car so you can unlock it you can perform certain things maybe start it but you can also use that phone to get the car running or you can share that digital key with someone else say if you have a teen driver and they can borrow your car
0: for a short period of time or for however long you want and i think when at least from my standpoint people don't lose their phones as much as they lose their keys so maybe that's a good thing That's true, because if you lose your phone, it's catastrophic,
1: right? These days, if you lose your car keys, yeah, there's probably going to be another one. But yes, I think that's a good way of keeping track of the key. But it also makes it so that that other key might just be only for
0: emergencies. Right, absolutely. And as you... As you go around the show, and like you said, electric, well, electrification is a big thing. We're seeing a lot of electric cars. Range has improved. Every time we turn around, we seem to add a right. few more miles to the range and seem to, and seem to bring charging times down just a little bit. Um, but is internal performance, uh, um, is gasoline performance dead or are we still
1: seeing performance cars? We're still going to see gasoline engines for a very long time. Um, when it comes to performance cars, Oftentimes, the hybrids or the electrics outperform the gasoline-powered cars, but it's about more than that. It's just that gasoline is so prevalent. That's going to be with us for quite some time, decades, to be honest. And that's why PHEVs are a good gap of in between gas, yes, but electric, when you just use it around town for a long trip, the gas engine kicks in. So there are performance cars that use gas. There are everyday cars that use gas, and that's going to be the case for
0: a while. And then, like you pointed out, there's also going to be that combination, that hybrid, whether it's a plug-in hybrid or a gasoline-electric hybrid, right. that could also bring that performance, uh, performance uh, even a little higher into the market and be able to enjoy that. And you're, you're, you know, at the Kia booth where you are right now. You know, one of my favorite Kia vehicles is the Stinger, and yeah. you know, you put that, you know, uh, twin-turbocharged V6, all-wheel drive. You know, that is a fantastic vehicle to drive uh, any time of the year, put winter tires on. it. It's a phenomenal car in the wintertime as well.
1: Yeah. And also cars like that are getting better and better fuel economy. So the days of 10 miles per gallon, that's kind of over. I don't think that people who predicted, uh, you know, ca- catastrophe by the 2020s realize that everyday cars, the Kia Niro, for example, hybrid can get 53 miles per gallon that's not an expensive car. That's something that most people would probably get it within the average transaction price of new cars. So those things are improving. Performance is improving. Fuel economy is improving.
0: At the New York Auto Show uh, and at the Detroit Auto Show, for that matter, uh, sometimes we see cars that we haven't seen before from manufacturers we haven't seen before, whether they're from now tech companies are getting into car manufacturing, but also some of the Chinese imports as well. Is, is there a presence? Is there a, uh, a new presence of vehicle manufacturers in New York t- this week? There's
1: mostly the traditional automakers that you would expect: um, Kia, Toyota, you know, etc. But there is one company called Vinfast, which is a Vietnamese company, and they do have a small booth here, and they had a debut, and they're showing some uh, electrified SUVs. So that is a change for sure.
0: Yeah, and the idea that we're seeing these car companies and i'm old enough that you know we always talked about the big three gm ford and chrysler and now you know the big three really isn't the big three anymore so it really is kind of interesting how things have changed and how we've become the world has become smaller and it's become somewhat smaller in new york which is which i think makes it really interesting um as you right. walked around the show is there uh, a particular car that kind of caught you by surprise is there you know whether it's technology styling something that you looked at and said you know whether it's you know whether it's something like like you said remodeled you know the tell your ride or you know from uh, you know you walked around and i know ford for instance has a you know a little bit of a tribute going on they have a, a lincoln mark ii on display that belonged to elvis um Pretty stunning, pretty stunning car. And when you compare that to some of the cars today, you know, maybe our jelly bean cars look a little bit a little bit boring. But is there anything that uh, that you looked at as you're walking around the show that said, you know, they got it right? Yeah, I think
1: the Nissan Z is one of those things. And I think the vintage Lincoln is also one of the cool things that people will definitely want to check out. Not only is there a Lincoln here on display of vintage Lincoln, they also have some Elvis memorabilia in the stand with it. So there's lots of cool stuff to see other than just the car, but that car does stand out. It's bright white. It just looks so different. And it's from an era when, you know, cars were more handmade and it's just, just stands out. It's worth seeing.
0: Yeah. And, uh, real quick, let's talk about your, your day job of uh, executive editor. Uh, Tell us, about, uh, tell us about your website, your publication, some of the things that people can find there that they can uh, glean more information, whether it's information from the show or information uh, if they're right. thinking about buying or selling a car. Yeah, AutoTrader has
1: tons of great information. There's video, there's written reviews, there's trim comparisons, uh, there's coverage of all different types of aspects of car buying, how to get the best deal, when's the best time of year to buy a car, those types of things are all on autotrader.com. And that's the main place that you would go. That I would say they just have such an abundance of cars for sale, both new and used. You, the way they can sort things, you can sort. I only want a manual transmission. I only want a beige interior. I only want a black exterior. That can all be done on Auto Trader.
0: Yeah, pretty, pretty interesting. And from your standpoint, I read something just the other day that said it looks like the chip shortage may continue into 2023. Supply chain issues may, yeah. uh, may be this, may be kind of in the same. Route, um, are you seeing? Are you seeing any break in this? Are you seeing uh, more cars coming to market? Are you hearing of more inventory? Or uh, I went by a big uh, uh, car dealership the other day. They had about a half a parking lot, and most of the cars look used, and most of the cars didn't look like they were from that vehicle manufacturer. Right. So that's
1: definitely going to ease as time goes by. I think what we're seeing now is because of inflation. Uh, some people are rethinking uh, buying a new car or even a used car. So that's going to definitely take some of the pressure off of, of the supply as the demand goes down. But you're right. Some of those chip issues and some of those supply issues are probably going to last into 2023. But I would say by the end of 2022 and into early 2023, we
0: should see somewhat of an easing of those things. And do you also think as we see that easing, uh, the uh Market adjustment prices are going to come down as well. Where you know normally you think about going out buy a car, you look at the sticker price, and you you know that you can do way better than the sticker price. Now we're looking at um, you know very popular cars like like the Telluride. I've seen uh, at least here in New England ten thousand dollars over over yeah. sticker price. Uh, right. Do you think we'll see an easing
1: of that as well? Maybe, but I think one of the things that's going to happen with new cars, and maybe this isn't such a bad thing, is I think that people are going to start seeing MSRP as the starting place. And we've done surveys at Auto Trader and found that most people dislike the negotiating process when buying a new car more than anything else. They would rather pay a little bit more and just know that's the price. I don't have to haggle. I don't have to negotiate. I don't have to offer them something else. Most people don't like that. So that could be a thing that would happen, but to your, to your point, yes... We're not going to see over MSRP continuing for much longer. If it's a popular car, certain models, yes, maybe, but not across the
0: board like we're seeing today. So it still is true people would rather have a root canal than go out and buy a car? (laughs) I don't know
1: about that, but they have told us that they just don't like the negotiating part. And if they could just walk in and say, oh, it's $20,000, that's it, here's my check, and I want to walk out.
0: Yeah, no, it, I, I think people like the idea of hassle-free buying and the idea that you know the price is the price and that absolutely makes sense. So right. uh, I want to thank you for taking a little time out of your morning yeah. and, and joining us uh, and enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much for having me. All right, take care. Thanks. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Car Doctor Radio podcast. And remember, you can always listen live every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on North Shore 104.9. Until next time, wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car. And if you see an emergency vehicle by the side of the road, slow down or move over. It saves lives.